Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Manifesting Muslimah. I'm your host, Zara Pedersen. Today's topic is quite an interesting one. It is something that I'm quite passionate about. And for whatever reason, I just haven't given it enough airtime. I've spoken about it a little bit before, and I also talk about it a lot in my membership, uh, my Manifesting Muslim membership that you can check out if you want to look at that. And I also talk a lot about it with my private clients. And it's been a topic that's been coming up for me throughout the years as a coach for Muslim women. And it's something that I've noticed isn't just a a problem issue whatever you want to call it for women in specific places it is around the world like i have literally worked with women from all continents of the world at this point and everywhere women seem to have this same issue i don't want to call it a problem but like an issue or a little bit of a different mindset that kind of holds them back from doing something. And that is, of course, talking to God, making more duha, and then just generally just speaking more to God, not necessarily in a duha, but just to talk to God. And I am so surprised sometimes, um, well, I have been very surprised um, in the past. And at this point, I'm not even surprised anymore. It's just like, hey, we need to normalize this because it is such a big issue for a lot of women to get into the habit of just speaking to Allah, which I'm not sure what to read into it. Well, I kind of do actually, um, but it it could trigger some people. So, you know, if you're of a very sensitive nature, spiritually, religiously inclined, then, well, first of all, why are you following me? Because I am not very sensitive on these subjects, (laughs) but also this might not be the episode for you, or at least, you know, just be aware that I might say some things that could be quite triggering to you. Um, so anyway, here's what it is. Um, a lot of people, and I actually don't think it's just women only, but obviously being a female coach, I see it from women predominantly, is that they have an issue when it comes to just talking more to God. Um, I would always get like this um, reply from, from, from women when I'm coaching them that it feels awkward or they don't know what to say or, you know, um, they don't pray. So how could they make duha? Or they are, you know, flawed. They have sins. Um, they're not perfect or they already have a lot of things to be grateful for. So it would feel greedy for them to, to, you know, ask for more. And just in general that they feel awkward sitting down and talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which I don't think I've actually ever had that feeling within myself. I've never actually felt it awkward to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think that's the thing that makes that that was the surprise for me that other people felt that. And I realized that a lot of this issue comes from the way that we are taught at a young age to approach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is you know our creator he's the uh, you know the creator of the entire cosmos he holds our lives in his hands if he has hands you know in his metaphorical hands um you know this is our our, our lord you know the almighty and so how can we just you know la di da come talk to him in like that kind of way where it's like just so casual we just sit down and talk to him whenever we want to but the truth is that we can um there's no rules around that like we're we're actually encouraged to speak to Allah more and more and more and more and a lot of people will say that but yet somehow there's like this idea that you have to do it 
in a specific way that you only do it after salah there's traditions around it all of these things and in truth you know there's good etiquette around how to make a good dua there's good you know etiquette and and traditions around it like there's some guidelines on how you can you know make your dua better how you can speak to allah better all of these things but these are etiquettes and guidelines these are not rules and so when we want to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we don't have to do all of these things if we don't know how and we don't have to speak in Arabic we can speak in English you can speak in uh, I don't know whatever language German (laughs) Chinese you can speak in whatever language you want to speak to Allah because Allah is not bound by Arabic it's not like he's like listen if you want to be Muslim you have to learn Arabic Um, yeah that was the language that he you know spoke in when he sent the Quran down, like or like that was the language that it came out in. Um, but that's not because Allah is limited to Arabic. So you can speak to Allah in any language that you want. You can use whatever words you want. You can take whatever approach you want, uh, as long as you're coming to Him, understanding that this is the Creator, the Almighty, and that you're coming as His humble servant, and you know just sharing your day with him sharing your worries and concerns here's the thing that i noticed when i started reading the quran is the amount of times allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually mentions um in one way or another um uh, and i wish i could sit here like i'm not that person that can just like quote the quran just like willy-nilly that's i'm sorry i'm not my brain has enough time trying to remember the names of my chickens honestly i just can't there's no space right now in my head for anything new (laughs) or to hold space for anything uh, and if that is offensive to you I've already warned you um, so you know um, in the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as I said uh, mentions several times in one way or another the way that he wants us to approach him more the way that he talked to, wants us to talk to him more and more that he is ready when we call for him that he is the best confident that we'll have confidant confident I don't know how to say that word um that we can have he's the best of friend we can have like he he's constantly reassuring us throughout the Quran in ways that is basically telling us speak to me come to me talk to me you know confide in me if you've got worries concerns speak to me uh, i'm the best person you can speak to i'm the well best person you know what i mean the best entity the best divine thing you can speak to um but that's basically the whole thing throughout the quran is just allah saying so many times to us speak to to to, to, uh, speak to me i'm here for you call on me i'll come to you um take one step towards me i'll come to you at speed and there is nowhere in the quran where allah says you have to be perfect you have to be without sin you have to be clean when you come to me you have to be without any faults there's nothing even with all like yeah you know there's rules around salah and you have to be in salah in a clean position but you don't when you have to speak to Allah you can lay in bed at night before you go to sleep and be like oh I'm having a really difficult time getting my mind to be still so I can find rest okay let me just speak a little bit to Allah and share my concerns and worries with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then go to sleep you can be on your way to work waiting for the bus and just be like oh gosh today's a hard day I'm really struggling to get myself out and about and I really don't want to go into work speak to Allah you could be sitting with your family having concerns maybe there's financial issues maybe you're 
you know, um, having an argument with a best friend, uh, anything, at any moment, you are allowed to turn around and speak to Allah. And we need to make this so much more normal for us. And we need to spread the word more that it is normal for us and absolutely acceptable for us to turn to Allah and speak to Allah whenever we want to or feel the need to and here's the thing about it is that it is so helpful for us as well because number one it it really strengthens our personal and intimate connection between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is if you ask me at least and you know you're allowed to of course disagree with it but this is what keeps you a Muslim this is what strengthens your deen is your personal connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making that bond more special and unique so that you're not a Muslim for the community. You're not Muslim because your parents want you to be. You're not Muslim because you were raised Muslim. You're Muslim because you want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the closer you are to Allah, the more you you want to, you know, do the things to make him proud of you as his servant, right? You want to be in good favor with him um, because you love him and, and you have this personal bond and attachment with him. So that's obviously the first thing that I will say, you know, and again, you're allowed to disagree and, and think that, you know, you strengthen your dean in better ways than that but this is my personal take and this is also my podcast so <laughs> you can start your own if you disagree but absolutely talking to Allah and you know sharing everything that's going on in your life with Allah even though he knows what's going on this is not you know you talking to Allah is not for Allah's sake it is for your sake and which brings me to my second point and why you should be doing it because it eases our hearts it makes us feel less lonely um, the things that we feel like we can't say to the people around us sometimes you know when we're feeling like we have to hold it all inside because we can't say it to people and people are going to judge and whatever and whatnot Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will just listen he'll just listen and if you're asking for the forgiveness he won't even judge you for it isn't that beautiful like I'm just going to say that again like you can have done something lied to someone or whatever and you can be like oh I feel really bad about it but I can't tell these people about it because then they're going to judge me and I've you know I've come a long way and so I don't want them to judge me on my past because my past is faulty whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in your past and he'll still call for you to talk to him and when you talk to him and you're you know um genuinely uh you know asking for his forgiveness for whatever it is that you might have done or whatever is in your past Allah won't judge you for it he'll be like okay that's done it's forgiven khalas that's it I still love you I'm giving you a second chance here's your chance you're talking to me so it makes us feel less lonely it makes us feel better about ourselves as well in our effort in our religion because we're speaking directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're don't taking it we're not taking it through the middleman because I know a lot of people are like oh make the dua for me and uh oh I don't know if you can hear that if my microphone is making funny sounds I need to buy a new microphone I apologize for that um anyway the point is that we're not going through other people asking the imam to make dua asking our friends to make dua we're the ones coming directly to Allah and we're making the dua and we're speaking to dua the uh, the about our problems our lives things like that directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not having that middleman forces us as well to come a little bit closer to him one second I'm just gonna see what's wrong with this microphone one second all right I'm back I know I don't even have to like announce that I'm going and then I'm coming back but I just you know what it is what it is because I actually quite like that you know that these things don't go perfectly but I'm still doing it anyway um that's probably like something for a different podcast episode because a lot of us like are like oh if I have to do it I want to do it perfectly and um this is just another like little example of how you don't even have to like do things perfectly you just show up 
as the thing that with the thing that you're trying to push out there and and the people who will get it will get it and the those those who don't will not and they're not your people so move on anyway that was a little detour into something completely different um but anyway so as i was saying is that you know the more that we speak with a lot the less lonely we feel we'll connect uh, we'll connect much better with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we're speaking directly to allah we're eliminating the middleman which again is you know another um, i don't know if like the word that comes to mind is obstacle um and i mean it both as obstacle but i also am like is obstacle really the right word but it, it kind of is you know like when we feel like we can't speak directly to our creator to the almighty it feels like oh i'm not good enough to approach allah so i need you know an imam to approach him for me instead of just asking allah directly for guidance you're you don't need a middleman you are 100 allowed to approach our creator directly speak to him directly and i would definitely recommend that you do a lot more of that okay so i feel like i've kind of spoken a little bit about this subject so what i want to end this with is oh my goodness can you go away with your cockatoodle two in they always have to cockatoodle too when I've sat down to record a podcast. Um, so I want to leave you with some advice on how you can get started with this because I, I know that it's so much easier said than done if you do feel awkward about it or if there was some... Um, do we do we call this spiritual abuse when... when I don't know, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch to call it spiritual abuse, but like at least this distancing when we were raised between ourselves and Allah that is like this like Allah is this thing that we can't really approach in like our normal faulty ways and we have to make a big hullabaloo around sitting down and making dua okay so here's the thing that I want to say to first tip is speak in whatever language that suits you don't feel obliged to make your dua in Arabic if you don't know how to make the du'a in Arabic. <laughs> like, don't feel like you have to like, oh, I, I know there's all these etiquettes. Like if you already know how to speak to Allah and everything and you're doing it regularly and you feel like, hey, I kind of want to up it and do it in Arabic. Of course you can learn in these things, but it has to come like from the desire for, for wanting to do it. But don't do it because you think that your du'a is going to be heard more <laughs> because you do these things. Because Allah hears all of us, okay? So speak in the language that you feel comfortable speaking in. And, and use your words. Um, I think one of the things is that a lot of people say, well, how do I sort of say it? And I say, just say it. It's like, yeah, but I, I sound stupid. But no, you kind of don't. Like there's, you, 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 you're using the words that you speak, you know, like you, why would you try and elevate your wordings? Like you're not a dictionary. Just say the words that you need to say. If you say, I feel frustrated, then say, I feel frustrated. You know, if, if you feel angry and disappointed, say, I feel angry and disappointed. You don't have to, you know, cut corners, not, not cut corners, what do you call, run around corners. Is that the, the saying? Oh, good Lord. I don't know what the saying is. <laughs> the thing where it feels like, oh, I have to like try and and make it sound more impressive or I have to make myself sound more impressive and I also at the same time can't be completely honest. So if I'm angry, I'll just say I'm displeased. Wasn't it like, no, say you're angry because that's what you feel. So, you know, say what you feel to Allah because he already knows what you feel. So um, one thing that I said actually uh, just the other day to uh, one of my clients on a one-on-one call was Allah can spot hypocrisy, right? So 
if you're not just saying what's in your heart, like he already knows what's in there. Who are you trying to hide it from? Just say it. Like <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, and and that includes like the bad, the ugly, all that stuff. Say it and say it the way that you feel comfortable saying it. He's not going to judge you on that. Of course not. Like clearly come approach, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with respect because he's your Lord. But like still be honest because he already knows what's going on and he will know hypocrisy when he sees it. Which brings me to the second tip, which I think a lot of people like feel like they have to do as well which is like like that whole pageant duha like <laughs> sorry oh my gosh I th- i've just coined it pageant duha i don't know if anybody else has coined it pageant duha but it's the one where you're like you're too afraid to ask and say the things that you want to say and ask for so you start just kind of like making dua for everything and everyone around you and then just hoping that Allah will be like oh I'm so impressed with her answer she's gonna get everything she wants. <laughs> I'm sorry it's always just made it just makes me laugh because it's again it's that like hypocrisy almost of like girl like Allah knows what you want just ask for it like (laughs) and while it's nice to also pray for other people and things don't just make it into a pageant thing like oh yeah and peace for all people and you know that person that I really hate you know dear God open their heart no no I'm petty Okay, you can of course make all of these prayers if you mean it, but if you don't mean it, like, why are you wasting your breath? A lot of like, if the dua is not sincere, like, or if there's something else that's like, hey, I also want this, you know, yesterday how I prayed for, you know, all the people in my family and all of these things, good. Today, I'm not going to keep praying for them. You've already heard that prayer. Let me pray for me. Like, let me tell you what I want. Dear, dear God, like, can I please have some of this? Like, I think I'm a good person. I'm a decent person. Why have I not got this yet? So, you know, don't do the pageant dua. Don't play coy. Don't think you're gaining points by not being honest in your duas. Um, Allah sees hypocrisy. <laughs> and that includes the thing where it's like we're trying to like impress by thinking we're saying all the right things without actually saying the things that we truly want and being like, Ya Rab, I know you can see right through all of this. Okay. Um, so that's the second thing I would say. And then the third thing I would say is start today. Don't wait. Like just do it today. If you listen to this podcast right now when you're finished with it, go ahead and talk to Allah. You don't even have to say anything spectacular. It doesn't have to be like one of those where you have to cry your heart out or anything. It can just be like, Ya Rab, I'm here like just want to say thank you and I'm going to start talking to you more just so you know all right that's it thank you for listening bye like it can be so simple it doesn't have to be spectacular and epic and heartbreaking and like it doesn't have to be all of these things it can just be a regular conversation just checking in saying ya Rab, I'm still here I'm still following you you're still my guide my lord my everything and I just wanted just to say hello and I'll check in with you again when there's news or, hey, I'm feeling really good today, Yarab. Thank you so much for giving me today as well. 
like oh I found a penny thank you yeah I found a penny I love pennies I'm gonna put it in my penny jar like whatever whatever it could be anything so those are my like little three tips um on the way out of this podcast so yeah let me know uh the feedback I actually would love to hear your feedback on this because I have as I said throughout like my 10 years coming up to 10 years in like a few months of working with Muslim women from all around the world um this is as I said one of the things that I keep seeing so much of this like hesitancy and fear around speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I'd love to hear your take on it I'd love to hear your opinion and I'd love to hear what you're going to talk to Allah about like you don't have to it doesn't have to be anything perfect like what's it called um personal and private you can just say hey I just spoke to Allah and it was really good it was nice whatever or whatever concerns or whatever might come up for you. Anyway, that is where I'm going to leave it today. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Don't forget that if you have any suggestions for podcast episodes, topics, anything like that, that you'd like me to talk about, that you can just reach out to me, preferably over on Instagram, because I can reply with voice notes, because I don't really like texting. And uh, let me know what you'd like to hear more of on this podcast. But until next time, my darling friend, please don't forget to live in love.